What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The name of my boat, Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. See if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly you, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another ride. It's buckets after buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. I am Matt. He is Vish. Vish, we got two games to talk about. Um, they probably weren't the prettiest of games, um, but the Canes, both teams won. So, um, I mean, that's all you can really ask for, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's kind of less to say about the women's game. I mean, it was... <laughs> Let me get that out of the way a little bit and then we'll give it to the Matt. It was, it was brutal offensively. 9-20 uh, from the free throw line. 4-24 from 3. Still got the dub, like you said, with defense and really some rebounding at the end where uh, the Canes were fouled up three and missed three of four free throws, but got an offensive rebound, finally made the fourth free throw to go up two scores. It was that kind of game. That's why Coach Meyer preaches defense, though, right? Mm -hmm. Because you need your defense to win some games, right? Yeah, and that that was what they leaned on today because they could not make a shot. It 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 was not pretty. Yeah, I'm going to need to figure my life out because I thought that I could access ACC Extra like just on um, on YouTube TV and stuff because I thought I had watched games before and I was trying to find it. And There was I something up... weird. There was something weird going on with it. So I, I, I think you need mm. to reconfirm it because remember, Melissa also like it kept saying she, she was, was having trouble. She's saying the content's not available in your region, which is generally if you try to watch them like overseas or it's a blackout. And meanwhile, mm. I, I'm in Miami. I was a couple of miles from where she was, and it was working for me. So I don't think they're that micro-target region walking. Um, we're talking about the women Canes Cats Heat, so that was the one that that we had issues uh, uh, accessing and had a whole group chat discussion about. Yeah, but the Canes did win 61-57, avoided a bad loss, which, you know, in the last few years they've had those 
drops out of conference. So that was at least uh good good to get that 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 win. But yeah, no, it wasn't it was not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I'm obviously take the win. They're off until um Friday after Thanksgiving, so a week to figure out whatever the hell that was. <laughs> get it corrected. Yeah, hit the gun, get some shots up, right? Yeah, definitely. Get some buckets. <laughs> get some buckets. There we go. Well, all right. Well, we know what most people. I mean, we cover both teams, but we kind of know which one's a little bit more well followed. So that was that was a good. I feel like a solid win from the men. Um, and and uh, well, I guess before we pivot, we can shout out. We got we got all of our regulars are here. We got we got yeah. Canes today. We got Canes Cats Heat three hundred five, and then we got uh, Bill. So Bill, shout got, out Bill. Yeah, so we got we got kind of got our I, crew here. I got a shout out Bill because he he gave me the inside scoop on a player prop for Wuga at one point five threes, uh, and made some money. Very on low, that, very so. low number there. Very low, but he ended with two. So I mean, <laughs> I was sweating for he, a bit. Yeah, the the shooting was a uh, um, little hit or miss. Yeah, you know. So maybe we should talk about that because I was going to bring that up first. Um, yeah. Do you think part of it was because, I mean, you're essentially playing like inside of it was like a hotel, right? Yeah, no, it's like, a, it's you, like a conference. Ballroom. Yeah, it's a yeah, ballroom. a ballroom. I mean, as a shooter, as a shooter myself, like I feel like looking at that room, kind of the depth perception may kind of affect, you know, um, and also you know, I don't know if you saw some of the, the back, like where they were kind of had the baseline cam you could see the ceiling was like <laughs> yeah ceiling. it's just like it's a weird they had it's a weird, yeah it's a weird they got location. a wedding they got a wedding there in two days too after yeah this. yeah it's definitely a weird weird location to, to hoop in okay side note before we get all into this game did you notice the towel guy that like was taking his sweet ass time like wiping the floor like dude I did was not just lollygagging around it was it was really funny but yeah, no, and not to mention too, like the stream was just like yeah. At first, awful. I thought it was my TV, and then I was like, oh no. And then they apologized for it, and I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah it was the audio was off. The, the audio went out a couple of times. They tried to review a play in the second half, and they couldn't because the scores <laughs> table lost power. Yeah, so, the North Chad <laughs> foul, right? Yeah. Which I guess yeah. were they were they reviewing for a flagrant or something like what were they? Because you can't review an actual common foul. I honestly I wasn't sure because at that so point I was like, what like, are you reviewing? It was barely yeah, a foul at that, that point. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what was going on there. I don't know, but I mean, you could tell at the start we didn't really look comfortable. We weren't really hitting shots. They kind of went to that like one two two zone. Um, and I think we kind of just took some time to adjust to it. We weren't really, we we're moving the ball a little too slow, kind of just staying around the perimeter. Uh, but I think once like Matt Cleveland kind of got in the high post area, started making some mid range shots, it kind of had to collapse a little bit, kind of open driving lanes. Um, you know, Nigel did a great job. I mean, Bensley had a really good game. I was really impressed with him offensively because I think he showed like a different skill set offensively. I think he had 13. Yeah, um, it's on the screen. He's, and he's one of the few players that was efficient. He, he and Cleveland were the only ones that really, you know, played uh, at an efficient level. Yeah, which, I mean, you look at – you, Matt Cleveland all year so far has been playing at an efficient level. He's 
putting up like some impressive percentages. He's shooting like I think it's 46% from three, 68% from two point range and 81% from the line. So he's been really consistent um, and very efficient uh, so far. And he's been great on the offensive glass. And I thought he did a really good job too on uh, George's leading scorer. He guarded him for most of the game. Abdul Rahim, who was just three eleven, three for 11 from the field and one for eight from three. So it was, you know, the defense and this was, this was, there was a lot of things that first of all, shout out to this Melissa person in chat. I don't really know who she is, but she seems to think she knows us. So, you know, we'll just be nice, you know, you know, pretend like we know who she is. You know, you don't want to be mean, but um, um, I, I will say there were several things in this game that we kind of were worried about happening that happened. And we still won by 12. One is the three point shooting was not there. We kind of mm-hmm. we talked about this actually on whenever we played FIU Monday in that post game. Um, that what would happen if we don't shoot well? Because we were shooting coming into this game, we were what fifty over fifty percent on threes. I want to say we were fifty percent so, exactly. Okay, so um, yeah, so we were kind of like, well, we've been we shot our way out of a lot of bad basketball over those first three games. Just if you're making a bunch of threes, it's really hard to lose. So we didn't have the three points today. Um, Norch had gotten foul trouble. So those are the two kind of okay, this is how we're going to get in trouble type of things. And then we surprisingly lean on some really good defense. Um, and that's kind of what kept it going. A lot of like empty possessions for them, strong stops back to back to back to back multiple times and really took control. And then there were some spurts where the offense was good in particular in the first half to kind of blow the game open actually. And they never really got close after that it was a 12-0 run where we, we had three three pointers in a three point play in four possessions, and yeah, that was pretty much game because we played good defense. So, so I, I was really happy with that. Just like the defensive effort and intensity, you know, Wooga, like we said, didn't have the best offensive game, but eleven boards. He was definitely crashing the defensive board to secure rebounds. Yeah, you could tell that that was a point of emphasis that they wanted to prove on, right? Like having having someone else help out with the boards, not just Cleveland and Norchad, right? And it was really important because of Norchad's fouls too. That, yeah. that someone else kind of did that, and 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 that's how we're gonna have to rebound. I think I'm sure, you know, we, we talked about this on on Monday's show, but that film review could not have been kind to a lot of what we did against FIU. So, especially all the offensive rebounds, like you said, it looked like it was a point of emphasis. Um, and the other thing, I mean, you can see it right there on the screen, but the, the free throw shooting. Yeah, you know, one of the ways you let teams back in the game is missing free throws. We missed one; um, they missed eight. So, I mean that yeah. right there is a it's a massive difference, and that's what the difference between a tight game and one where we actually really after we scored those twelve points in four possessions, we weren't really threatened the rest of the game. So, it's a good quality win, and it's good that we controlled it because again, you know, looking back at last year, um, some of the areas we ran into trouble with, like we would get kind of fat and happy with the lead and led teams back into games. We had several late game collapses. Sometimes we'd win, sometimes we wouldn't, but like, we're like, why is this game even close? Um, and, and, you know, we did, we did catch some losses because that we almost lost the ACC regular season by yakking a big lead late against Pitt. And they, yeah. you know, they shot for the win at the end there. Um, so that, but just, I, I was really impressed with the way it controlled. And I will say a lot of that had to do with Bensley um, really just, taking and making big shots and controlling it showed a lot of confidence with the ball in his hand. I think he was, he really kind of elevated his game. And then also Nigel started off slow, but then he really made an effort to attack 
inside and that paid off and that's why he shot more free throws than anyone else so you know even though his three wasn't falling initially he he kind of managed to stuff stuff the box for anyway yeah i want to ask you so you know wuga's jump shot wasn't really hitting he he got some of those mid-range looks right are you concerned at all with you know obviously he impacted the game um in other ways right with the rebounding and whatnot are you concerned at all like when his shot isn't falling like what he can contribute offensively because i kind of felt like he kind of like you didn't really notice him offensively on the floor for a bit and then he would kind of try to drive to the basket you know and you know either turn it over he he looks a little awkward when he's driving in is kind of what i'm getting at uh, yeah he definitely does i think um he does try to get well because the reason he's awkward is I think he's looking for the pull up. He's not yeah. really thinking. Let me get to the rim. He's got a strong mid range game, and that's almost the shot he's going for. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's the guy you run the offense through, though. Generally speaking, right? And I think yeah, he's. I mean, if you're gonna just ISO someone, I mean, based on the way Bensley played, he might be the last person you'd want to ISO on this offense right that is true um definitely I mean, but, but definitely yeah but definitely the ball's in nigel's hands right so um so and i think that's the way we want it yeah well yeah, what, about, what, what, what are your thoughts on on Wugga's game yeah i mean i i just don't think it's i think if okay so i think i'll answer it in this way one of the question marks that i think we both kind of had right in the offseason was how does Bensley improve offensively? Right. Um, he's kind of, he was kind of more of just like catch and shoot. He would, you know, have, if there's an open driving lane, you know, like on a fast break or something, he'd be able to take it. But I think he's kind of proved that his offensive game has improved a lot in the off season. Um, you see him scoring in different ways that he was not scoring last season. So I guess I'm just going to reiterate what you said, you know, because we have so many weapons on offense, you know, if Wuga isn't hitting a shot or whatnot, we still have a multitude of options and you can look to for Wuga to do other things on the floor, right? Like what he did tonight. Um, so it's not a major concern. I don't think, um, I think it's like something if, you know, knock on wood, like an injury happens or something, you know, that's something, you know, down the line, which I think we should actually transition over to talking about our depth, right? Because that's something me and you were talking yeah. about in the group chat. Or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, not well. I guess i I don't want to. I don't want you to call me out for talking about stuff in the chat. But um, no, what, what what you can call me out for is I don't know if you can hear the alarm beeping, but like it's my, me with the background noise this time. I don't know if that's even coming through on the mic, but I hear it like slightly, but I don't. Okay. Hear it too much. That, that is that um, is on my end. After after what almost a year, what six months of making fun of Matt's random background noises. Here I am. Honestly, the gardeners Come were up just up. here too. I thought they were still going to be working. You were going to call me out for having the leaf blower in the background. So I was no, no, like, I've got the alarm. I'm in Miami. Thank God. There's, there's chaos around. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I so I was just going to say, it looks like, I mean, today at least, AJ Casey and it seemed like Chris Watson were the two main guys off the bench, right? That contributed and played the most. Um, what are your thoughts kind of moving forward? Do you think that's, you know, the case moving forward? I think so, because I think, well, I mean, it should be noted, they decided before the game that Casey would be the first big off the bench, right? Because he came in yeah. with Keyshawn, and that had been 
Nwoko the first several games. Um, but then they cycled in Chris Watson, and he was just way better um, than than Keyshawn was, who still just does not look comfortable out there. Um, and and I, and he played really good defense in the first half. Uh, yeah, Watson. He had a block. I want to say it's. He had a block they credited Norchad, which was 100% him on the back. Yeah, I remember us talking about <laughs> so, that. Yeah. So, um, so that was that. He had really good defensive position. He got his hands on a lot of balls. And then he made some shots, too, in the second half. He doesn't but, get beat, too, like yeah, when you no, watch him one-on-one. Yeah, he's a really good on-ball defender. So I I think those are the two guys we'll probably see co- coming in. And I can pull the box score back up because, like, it, it does kind of – it shows in the minutes, right? Like, I mean – Yeah. So – only got in because Norchak got in foul trouble and then Casey did as well. Yeah. Um, so he got a couple of minutes in there in the second half. And then Keyshawn, his first two minutes, didn't look comfortable out there again. And then the next time we, we rotated wings and we went to Chris Watson, who looked a lot more comfortable. It's not really yeah. showing up. And- I mean, obviously, he's got the bucket and the free throws. It's not really showing up in the stats, the amount of – like I, there's no way he doesn't have a steal or a block because he definitely – <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely. Yeah, you can't score him he, an impact. He, yeah, he's all. Yeah, over, so. and the other thing I was gonna say too is like you saw at the end of the game, both Casey and Watson were getting comfortable offensively, right? Like Watson had two drives to the basket that were really physical. That's the type of drive that we haven't really seen from you know, um, you know, our type of guards because you know it's normally just blow by the guy, you know, finish on the opposite side or whatever. But um. Watson, yeah, was impressive in that regard. And then I also too, AJ Casey, he had a couple, didn't he have like a turnaround like like post up like yeah, uh, he had some nice like post moves. Away. He yeah. he, caught, he missed his three, but it was in rhythm and it was he confidently shot it. Like he's definitely, like you said, that confidence is growing there. And again, we're not gonna ask a lot of the backups. You can see by even in blowouts, we're playing, you know, 35 to 38 minutes a game for like our starter. Like the only one is Norchad cannot stay out of foul trouble, and that is definitely a concern. Um, but and that's why Casey got more minutes. But we're probably looking for around ten minutes a game off out of those two, and that's kind of it from the bench at this point. Is appears to be the way we're we're setting up here. So yeah, the real is not so, dead. So any kind of injury or foul trouble does become yeah. more problematic. Well, first of all, shout out Jackson. Yeah, shout out Jackson. And and yes, Melissa, Gary, we are ignoring your your propaganda here. Yeah. I mean, Gary, we got the game at noon tomorrow. He clearly wants to eat something bland for dinner, doesn't want any issues in the morning. I get that. So Chick-fil-A makes sense. But Yeah. um, No, so do you think moving forward then, Watson and AJ Casey are the two guys that are going to come off the bench first then? I'd be surprised on Sunday if they aren't. Because it seems like Mm -hmm. the first rotation we're doing in the first half is – at the under 16 timeout, it's to bring in a wing and a, and a big. And the, yeah. that was Nwoko and George the first few games today. It was Casey and George. I think it'll be Watson and Casey um, yeah. on, on Sunday. And it's warranted. And I, I was, was just going to post. I yeah. was about to say that too. <laughs> like, I, I was kind of watching the score on the side and not watching the game. But um, yeah. yeah, I have it to the side too. Yeah. Well. There you go. I mean, they are they are playing for second place in this tournament. So you know, yeah, low sort. I mean, can we can we speak to this too? We we already referenced it earlier, but I I want to say I think both teams were shooting like thirty five percent too. So I mean, obviously there's something about shooting in the in this. Uh, oh yeah, no, all room. It's it's all weird. Um, the camera angles are even weird just to watch it. It's 
I mean, again, that's why it's a good thing we played defense today. Because I also, I will say, yeah, we, you know, they also obviously had the same uh, issues we did shooting in that gym. But I did think we played better defense than we have been. Yeah. For some turnovers, for some bad looks. Um, and so that did kind of keep us, they, they jumped out early to a pretty, I think they were up, what, nine at one point or, or seven? Yeah, like we that. were... We only had scored like 11 points in the first nine and a half, 10 minutes, I think it was. It was a slow start. Yeah, that's a very slow start. Um, We were what? like I think like, was it one or two for 12 for our first threes? So Yeah, and the only bucket we had for a while was Cleveland on a fast break made a layup. And that was, we couldn't make any, missing the mid-range stuff too. Um, And yeah, the defense kind of kept us within touching distance. And then we did have a big spurt there that kind of again once we took the lead once we went up 10 it was kind of over they never really got close after that but i have been impressed with watson and aj casey just like like you said i think you know that extra that extra year in the program matters yeah um and and you can kind of see both of them are way more confident and comfortable coming in and noelco and george aren't um and that's pretty apparent at this point Um, yeah they understand the rotations a lot more and whatnot and know where they can make an impact, I think. Yeah, and then also just that confidence, you know, you're playing a little looser, you're pl- going to play better because you're not really thinking out there. It's just coming more naturally. I am worried about Norchez. Just, I mean, we talked about this before the year. We know this is going to be an issue, but just too many fouls. Like, I... Yeah. And then um, when he played, so he got the third foul early in the second half, um, and then he sat for a long time. And fortunately, again, AJ Casey did a really good job, so we didn't actually have to rush him back in there. And then he hardly, like, he was just olaying them on defense. You can't have that either. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when he was like, I'm not going to pick up the fourth foul. It's like, and then he eventually did late in the game. Um, like, you can't have any of that stuff. So he's just got to, he's got to, I mean, he did it against Texas in the Elite Eight, obviously, but he's got to play without fouls and and play without fouling. And it's, it's, it's going to bite us. Again, AJ Casey did a really good job today, so it didn't. Yeah, um, but you know that's not going to work against better teams. No, absolutely. Shout out to Bryce, another friend of the show. All our friends are here. Guess no one has anything on Friday night, huh? Apparently. <laughs> well, it's not night for oh, you. Oh man, that one's blocking my face. It's a long ass paragraph. Yeah. I mean, basically reiterating some of the stuff we're t- talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but um, well, at least in New York time zone, it's not really night yet. You can still pretend like you have a social life. You're gonna go do something after this. Um, I, d- I don't. <laughs> I said pretend. You didn't have to go out yourself. Um, yeah. So I guess looking ahead, we actually I was hoping we know the opponent, but it's kicking around in overtime. But I guess what do you think we need to do better on um, on Sunday? To, the, by the way, the game will be at uh, two thirty so- on Sunday afternoon, our time, so eleven thirty Matt's time. Um, and uh, yeah, we don't know the opponent yet, but. Yeah, so I know we talked about the rebounding a bit. I I thought it was improved, but um, I messaged you guys before the game too about this, but a lot of their offense was get a quick shot, right? And they don't really attack the offensive glass too often. Plus, their bigs were not good at all. I think their bigs were combined like one for eight or something from the field. Yeah, and we had um, also talked about that Jalen Deloach was someone we had talked about as a portal. Yeah, he would have, yeah. Yeah, I think Jakai yeah. would have been ahead of him 
to well, be honest. I mean, he would kind rotation. of be, certainly AJ Casey would be, which is who his minutes he would have taken. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just looking. He was 0 2. Their center, that 0 of 1. Chiwe, Chiwe, Chiwa. Yeah, Chiwe is 1 of 5. They kind of rotated a couple of bigs in there. Um, yeah, I mean, they shot 36% as a team, so it wasn't. Yeah. When they put Blue Kane in, the that was the dude with the with a ponytail that was that, also balding. Um, he was dropping buckets. He was dro- well. He, he was a freshman too. He was yeah. dropping buckets, and I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna totally just get ruined by this random white guy." I know it, but he had a good game. But I mean, the rest of them, they were you know kind of off. One of their other guards, I can't remember his name, too, kind of started off hot. He was hitting some. Like oh the uh, the lefty um, um Thomason Thomason yeah, yeah 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 he hit one in like Chris Watson played phenomenal defense and had a hand like in his eyeball and he still drained a fadeaway three in his face it was nuts yeah he did finish five and nine three or six from three as well so those were the those are the only two players they had that made more than fifty percent but uh Thomason was one of four from the free throw line so that didn't. They only yeah. shot – that was a big difference in this game. They shot 63% from the free throw line. We shot 95 Yeah, and, I mean, that's an, they weren't, you know, the best, uh, you know, most efficient offense. You know, they don't shoot good percentages. So, you know, when you're, when you're like that, you need to either force turnovers, get second-chance opportunities, and that's not really their offense. And I thought, you know, in terms of the turnover department, we didn't – we had, like, what, 12? 12 we or – We had 12. We had 12. 12? I mean that's not a that's not a whole lot. I think they had more than us as yeah, well. 15. So fifteen, yeah. So I definitely think that there was some turnovers that we can clean up too. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think one of the things we still are not, you know, against with four games in the air. So there's there's plenty of time to work through some of this. The like understanding when to speed up and when to not. A lot of our turnovers mm-hmm. are trying to like force a fast break that just isn't there. You know, sometimes just secure the ball, take it down, and run the half court. And I feel like we're trying to fast break a little bit too much, but it's not actually there. A lot of those turnovers are kind of like right after we get the rebound, we're trying to push it up the court. um, And, you know, either forcing a pass, throwing it away, getting it tipped, stolen, that kind of stuff. So I I think a little bit better at picking. We obviously don't want to, like, put the brakes on entirely, but, you know, a little bit better picking spots. Yeah, I thought I thought too. Like one area, Nigel has improved as a facilitator, but I do feel like sometimes when he drives in, he looks to pass a little too late. Like when the help defense is already there, he had probably like ter- two turnovers because of it. Uh, but yeah, he had a total yeah, definitely of three. He had three turnovers. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, just things to work on. It's still what that was the fourth game. So, but. You know, we're going to play one of these two next teams that we do play. They're both pretty solid defensively, just based on what you've – based on watching them and whatnot. Yeah, and and I think part of that is going to be, again, Norchad's got to stay out of foul trouble. Um, yeah. And, and, and the frustrating thing is, I mean, like, there were some uh, ticky-tack calls for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, but also, like, he's not – these are not, like, fouls he's earning from the standpoint of, okay, yeah, give that one up. It's all, like, stupid crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, getting tangled up under the basket on a rebound or, like, you know, in the post defense kind of bailing on it and, and, and angling his arms and things like that. Like, 
he's just got to be a little bit. I think I think he's almost trying to avoid fouls. That's causing fouls because he, rather yeah. than like standing his ground, just I'm going to play defense. Here he's kind of trying to you know avoid the contact, and then that's the way you make contact when you're not in a good position, which is then a foul. Yeah. So so I think I feel like too like it's a mentality in terms of like when he gets into foul trouble, it changes how he plays defense and he's not as aggressive. Right. And it kind of affects him on offense. Right. Cause he's having that mentality. Oh, I, you know, so worried about the fouls. And then I think too, it takes him kind of like out of rhythm, right. When you're not used to playing the same minutes you are as a basketball player, you know, that can definitely affect you. Yeah, no. And, and, and that, that's definitely the case. And, and, and he, he Came out shooting um, threes. Um, he made one. He made one, and he and, was one of the only ones. To yeah, no, and that, and that, and he went one of four. And you know what? That's good. Like, yeah, not twenty five percent isn't good, but that he's willing to take that many jumpers. But that should not like his threes can't be half his field goal attempts. Yeah, <laughs> which is what they were too. He shot nine times four with threes. Um, that's you know he's got like you said. I think the fouls took him out of his his game mentally too. He wasn't battling as much offensively either. Cause again, trying to avoid picking them up, which have never inevitably you do when you're playing tentative. So he's just gotta, I mean, I, I think hopefully, you know, some of the confidence in AJ Casey now, like, Hey, go out there and play. It's fine. Get into foul trouble. We have a, we have a good enough backup to get through minutes. So just play your game. Cause I don't think he really, I, thought, I don't think he did today. Yeah. I thought it was interesting too. Cause we saw AJ Casey play next to Norchad too. There was that sequence. Yeah. We had a, yeah. we had a, we had a lineup out there with, but, with Watson, Casey and Norchad. Yeah. Cause wasn't that, was that when Casey picked up his foul and then he came out, I want to say, or something happened that, that they took one of them out. Yeah. Or I'm not sure. Norchad got a foul, but I'm not sure, it was, but... it was interesting to see. Cause I think that is a lineup that we can see moving forward. Yeah. And, and, and when we did that offensively, Casey was just playing the wing position. He wasn't playing as big. He was spotting up in the corner. So, yeah. you know, we didn't really shift the offense to play a little bit more like high, low game or, you know, Bach uh, play, play on the low block more. It was still just your Matthew Cleveland. sort of standard, the, like go play where he plays. So, kind of interesting that because i thought as we played if we played something like that we'd you know do a little bit more around the rim stuff and and you know have the two bigs in the paint instead we uh we didn't we ran ran the same stuff so 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 that yeah yeah, that was interesting for sure um i'm trying to find an update on this game i totally forgot that it was in uh, 67 63 with one minute left who's Uh, up case case states up okay and they just got a rebound, so it's looking uh, like it might be a Nigel against his old school on uh, <laughs> on Sunday. There we go. Um, yeah, so I guess so. In terms of, I think the big thing on Sunday is stay out of foul trouble. I have a feeling the shooting is going to be just as bad for both teams because of the. I feel it's environmental, and I know you know you figure after a game you to adjust more, but that's such a weird. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you do your walkthroughs in the hotel bar room, not the actual game. <laughs> so um, that's when they like put tape down and yeah, exactly. Have a court. exactly. They just they laid a court down instead. Like, yeah, let's do it here. Uh, very yeah. very weird venue. So I think, and actually, let me just real quickly pull up some of these stats from the second game because uh, oh, and uh, Kansas State just went up uh, six. Yeah, it's so it looks um, like looks like it's gonna go. There's like what, like thirty seconds left or something? Uh, there are fifty four. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So here are the field goal percentages. Providence thirty-five 
percent from the field, twenty six percent from three, uh, seventy percent free throws. Kansas State thirty seven percent from the field, thirty seven percent from three, ninety percent free throws. They did shoot a bit better, but neither of these are world beating percentages. You kind of feel like the uh, the arena itself is causing some of this. Um, or I am being very uh, generous calling it an arena, but yeah. So the I'd expect a, the so conference I'd, room. Yeah, the conference room. Um, so I would expect, you know, again, a little bit more of a grind in terms of offense, defense, but Norchad does have to stay out of foul trouble and stay on the court. Um, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to play at least 30 minutes, and he hasn't done that. He didn't do that today. Well, you, know, you know, we had six boards because of that, and it's just like that's, that's not going to get it done. Yeah, and I think, I mean, if it's K-State, um, I know it's not over yet. They're definitely – you know, a team that attacks the offensive glass a lot more. Their bigs are more active. Uh, so, you know, got to box out. Need Wuga to grab some more rebounds too. And like you said, not have Norchad get into foul trouble. Yeah, and and then I'm, I'm assuming, you know, we're going to see Casey and Watson as the first, the first guys off the bench this time. Yeah, which which I think we need. We, like the the Nwoko and and Keyshawn Mitts were rough, and you know against a better team that might bite you as well. Yeah, I will say too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say too. Either team we play, just looking at Providence and Kansas State, they're both susceptible to turnovers. So if that's something, you know, I mean that's gonna be big for us if we force a lot of turnovers, win that margin by a decent amount, then you know we we should take care of business. Because, I mean, that's going to fuel our offense. You know, we thrive in the transition. So that's something to look at, too. Yeah, and then the, the other thing I was going to call out is it was a lot of team rebounding today. That's got to continue. So Nigel had five boards. Bensley had six. Um, Bensley had as many rebounds as Norchad. <laughs> Cle- Cleveland had six. And obviously we mentioned we had 10, 11. Like that, you got to get your guards are going to have to rebound. Because like you said, they're going to aggressively – crash with their front court and that like it's just expecting Norchad to just cover everything it's not it's not gonna happen so yeah it's, it's got to be team rebounding no for sure for sure but all right so just to kind of wrap up and re oh sorry you something else no i was just gonna ask you what time is the game on sunday then uh 2 30 here so 11 30 where you are it's on cbs okay. sports network again um and yeah, we'll probably do a post game right after that. So, um, uh-huh. and again, the women are off for a week. They host that Thanksgiving weekend tournament. So that next, actually, next Friday is the first game for that. So, yep, um, it looks like it's going to be Kansas State. Um, it is now down to twenty nine seconds. Uh, same uh, score. Um, so even mm-hmm. after a, a missed free throw by. Kansas, Kansas State missed a couple of free throws, but but uh, Providence couldn't take advantage. So this looks like it's going to go. Um, so yeah, it looks like it'll be the Canes and, and Kansas State on on Sunday in the uh, function room at the Holiday Inn or wherever they're playing this thing. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shateo coming in right at the, at the conclusion here. Um, I believe another, pop, yeah, another Chick-fil-A hater. Okay, good. Now I got some numbers here. Um, although there we I, go. Um, Although I believe Melissa's working again on Sunday, so it might be the two of us once again uh, okay. carrying the flag. I'll let you know 
what because melissa or melissa monica <laughs> is off that day so i okay. need to figure out my life but i'll i'll get in touch with you figuring out your life seems a bit much just whatever time works we'll make it happen okay it be right after the game so okay sounds it's like good. a night if it's a night show it'll be a night show okay yeah all right um so just to recap canes win by 12 yeah melissa is oh she's still here good thing you didn't say all that bad stuff we've been she's like putting out loud no what <laughs> i'm messing she's... with her she she's she's like putting an IV in and she's like commenting at the same time. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so so Canes will play 2.30 on Sunday. Um, CBS Sportsnet, it looks like it's going to be uh, Kansas State is now up seven with 26 seconds left. So it looks like that'll be the opponent. Um, and then the women again are off for a um, for a week. I can't confirm or deny that, so we'll just put it out there as a as a as a fact ish type thing. Just like the kind that just like that the shoes were Kyrie sevens, or we still don't know what they were. Um, so they probably were Kyrie sevens. I don't know. Who cares at yeah. this point? Okay. All right. So again, we'll we'll have a show uh, on Sunday to kind of recap the uh, the whatever happens, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you then. And uh, Matt, do you want to do the? Uh, do the what? Oh, cue the sock outro. You said sock. You got to do plural. Oh. And you got to do the... the uh... Uh, you do it then. Fine. I can't, I can't do it because I got to hit the button. I have to actually cue... I actually have to cue the socks outro. I actually... I'm doing an action here. Cue the socks outro. You got to do... All right, there we go. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.